Stay as close as you can to the emotional truth of your characters and never, ever give up. Jane Shemlet. Hello and welcome back to the Turn Right Podcast. This is episode 81, How to Write More Realistic Characters. Now, I've done a lot of different episodes on how to write characters. Um, I've talked about writing likable characters, lovable characters, breaking down the character arc. But today I want to talk about writing more realistic characters. I think this along with writing a likable character, is really an integral part of character development that a lot of people in the writing community don't talk about enough. There's a lot of emphasis on character arc. Um, There's a lot of emphasis on a positive or negative character arc and how this arc correlates with the pinch and plot points. But I think really, quite simply, if the character is realistic and if they're likable, you're going to have a character that resonates with your readers. And if you know me, you know that I'm obsessed with characters. For me, I get really connected with the characters in a story, and I would have to say that I probably think that characters and voice is more important to me in a story than the actual plot. If the characters are good in the story, chances are I'm going to like it. And I know that's kind of a very literary approach to um, writing and reading. And and that's not to say that I don't love a good commercial fiction because I do. I think right now I'm primarily reading commercial fiction with maybe like one literary fiction a year. Um, And I do that because I want to write in commercial fiction because I know that's kind of the market and where the stories are. But I still love that like upmarket fiction where you have like this blend of literary, this blend of character development. I love that so much. Um, I don't think that's exactly what I'm going for in my stories. I think my stories are a little bit more commercial than that. But that being said, you know, I'm not going to go all Franz Kafka and say that, you know, you should be writing about a bug and everyone is going to read your story if the bug is really compelling. But What I'm saying is, is I think that good characters can really transform even the simplest of plots, even plots that you you may have seen before. I think if you can connect with a character, your story is going to go really, really far. So the first trait of a realistic character, and I have touched on this in some of my other episodes, is that characters are complex like people. And people are not all good and they are not all bad. That is so important to understand that. I think in today's society, there's this heavy, heavy emphasis on cancel culture. People see other people as positive or negative. People see other people as good or bad. And that's just simply not the case. We all have good and bad instincts inside of us. And like JK Rowling said, you know, Whether or not we're a good or bad person is determined by which of those instincts we're acting upon. I read the story The Ocean in Winter last year, and one of the main characters, Riley, I think was a perfect example of a very complex character. She was unfortunately left pretty devastated by her mother's suicide, and that um, really affected her growing up. She had a lot of childhood trauma from that, and when she became a mother herself... Um, It was, you know, kind of a shock to her. She was this model and desperately trying to stay thin and stay young and stay relevant. And so she kind of turned towards drugs, even though she was willingly taking drugs and, um, you know, 
we associate in the American culture, drugs are bad. They are not good. They harm your body. They bring a lot of destruction and chaos to your life. And we saw Riley making these choices to take drugs, to not get clean, to actively engage in this activity. And yet she had a son who was taken away from her and put into foster care and she couldn't care for her son. But yet we saw this tenderness that she felt towards her son and the things that she thought about um, as she was taking these drugs. And we saw that, you know, Riley is just not this vain woman that just cares about her appearance, that just cares about being a model and that feels so much pain and has so much weakness that she has to turn to drugs. No, Riley is much more complex than that. She cares about her son. She wants to love him so badly and we see her take these actions to love him, but she just can't. She can't overcome that. And that may be a bit of an extreme example, but people all have good and bad inside of them and it's a constant cycle of making these choices so i think it's important to um, remember that even in the little parts of your story to show that your character is human they're not perfect it's not cancel culture if your character does or says something a little inappropriate you know that's okay and i think that's to be expected and in our culture of being very very politically correct I think we can kind of lose the idea that people are human. And that's not to excuse bad behavior, not at all. It's just saying that you have to look at people for who they are and what they've experienced. Number two, your character should have a unique hobby. The more unique, the better. Get quirky, get imaginative. I used to think I had unique hobbies for my characters, but I really didn't. You need to get super specific. You need to get down to the micro level. Um, that's definitely something I think that professional writers have going for them is everything in their story is always super, super specific. And you do have to remember that, you know, of course, those stories have been edited by professionals and so on. But honestly, you can never not be specific enough. I'm sorry, you guys. I am like losing my voice a little bit today. I don't know why. But anyway, I just always remember um, reading the Click series growing up by Lisey Harrison. I love those books. And I still remember some of the really unique and imaginative things that Lisey Harrison put in those stories, like Glossop Girl, this monthly lip gloss subscription with flavors like, like Cinnabon and Candy Apple. And that was so imaginative and cool that I wished that existed and I could purchase it myself. Then you have... Um, and John Green's story, um, Paper Towns, Radar, he's one of the main characters. His parents have the world's largest black Santa collection. Um, in Looking for Alaska, the main characters obsessed with people's last words. So you have all of these like really cool and really specific character attributes that make your characters come alive. So the more specific, the better. You know, don't just say your character likes the beach. Talk about how your character has the world's largest starfish collection and then your character paints them and gives the proceeds to homeless people. You know, that would make your character really interesting and really dynamic rather than just saying your character is a beach bum and they love the beach. And that's a really oversimplified example, but you get the point. Number three, make your characters a little bit bad. This was something that was hard for me because, I don't know, I think I'm an Enneagram type one. I was 
raised in a pretty religious household and I guess I was kind of always a good kid and so I would make my characters like good characters um and my characters were all very goody two-shoes but you know that doesn't really make an interesting character add a little element of badness in your character add some jealousy some revenge seeking in your character you know make your character do something that's a little bit off the grid think about daisy jones from daisy jones and the six now i actually did not love that story because i thought i couldn't really root for daisy and billy because they were just so like immoral but i know so many people that love this story and i think daisy jones is a good example of this because she's pretty edgy and she again kind of gets into the drugs and she's a little bit lost and she's a little bit bad so i think she's a good example of this where you kind of want to take this edginess and put it into your character and i think it shouldn't be as black and white as who the antagonist is because that's something else that i was doing previously like you could tell these are the antagonists in the stories these are the bad guys these are the good guys and it's super 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 black and white again um but I think in the protagonist, put a little element of the antagonist in them. That really hypes up the tension in your story. Number four, your characters should not always be logical. People aren't logical. Not everything has to make sense. And it irritates me when people who don't write fiction review it and say that something isn't realistic. How do you know? It's fiction. Use your imagination. Um, I don't think there are any boundaries between what you can and can't write as far as realism goes in fiction i think you can make it as realistic as you want it to be or as crazy and out there as you want it to be and like newsflash people are not realistic how many of you have a friend that is actually an hour late every time you go somewhere like that's common but i feel like a lot of feedback you get you know in literary circles or whatnot is like no one would ever be late an hour no one would ever be an hour late every single time they go out that's not realistic and it's like, dude, how do you know? So I don't know, that irritates me. And how many of you do things like go on vacation and forget all of your clothes, like every single one of your clothes and had to buy them again, but you have an excellent memory for restaurants and places you've gone before? Not me. No, that actually happened to me when I was visiting my friend Savannah in Charlotte, literally forgot all of my clothes. And like I said, I'm very type A. And I always like remember everywhere that we go, I always remember like the names of restaurants and things and I literally forgot all of my clothes. So yeah, it happened. It was out of character for me. And you know, if that was in a story, people, people would be like, oh, that's not realistic for this character. But it actually is because people are people and people are not logical. People are outrageous. And that's a really beautiful thing about them. And I think that's really beautiful when that's captured within a story. And number five, Put a little of yourself or someone you know in the character. Honestly, that's the best way to make something more realistic. Little quirks that you or other people do, little, you know, fidgeting, playing with your hair, you know, maybe a type of shirt that someone wears. Maybe they collect old band t-shirts or they only wear black and blue. You know, your character is not you. And I struggle with getting other people to understand that. Um, some people, like my dad, assume that all fiction is based on reality, and we know that it's not. We know that because someone famous once said you would only get one to two stories like that if that was the case. Um, 
but I don't think there's any harm in putting like the quirks of yourself or the people that you know into your story. I don't think you should write about someone that you know like word for word that would not be cool that would not respect their privacy and i'm not suggesting to do something like that i'm not suggesting to pull a taylor swift and call out people's names in fiction or make it so so direct um but i do think there's no harm in like i said including a little quirk or something like that or something you even admire in someone else and they might find it really cool that that made it back into your story so these are five ways that I think you can make your characters more realistic and thereby make your story more realistic. Let me know what you thought of this episode by sounding off in the comments. Be sure you're following us on Twitter. I know the posting has been a little bit inconsistent over there lately, but um, we're going to get back on track soon. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying, and I will talk to you on our next road trip.